Welcome back. I am super excited you're here today, and I'm even more excited about the topic we are going to be discussing today. Today, we're going to be talking about self-esteem, and I know low self-esteem is a common trend among women and mothers and so many people that they just feel like their self-worth is not enough. So today, I'm going to be giving three simple tips that you can literally start even during this podcast and directly after to bump up that self-esteem and make you feel awesome. My name's Andrea, and I am a mother of four girls under seven, wife to a mountain man, personal trainer, nutrition coach, and the owner of DFH Training. I've been featured in People and on Good Morning America, and I truly love all things women's health and fitness. But let's face it, the fitness industry is complicated, and it feels like the everyday mom doesn't fit the mold. There's so much conflicting information and you're busy and don't have time to figure it all out. That's why I've made it my mission to simplify health and fitness while creating a welcoming, realistic, and empowering space for like-minded women. I'm happy you're here and I hope you stay a while. All right, so my first quick tip to help you improve your self-esteem is for you to evaluate what you are allowing to influence you. So let's start with social media. I bet that you follow many different kinds of accounts. I want you to look on your social media right now or right after this podcast and see are you following bloggers, lifestyle bloggers, fitness people, friends, whoever you're following. I want you to go through on who you follow and click on the page and think, does this page make me feel inspired or do I actually feel discouraged? Do I actually feel worse about myself? And if you are feeling worse about yourself, you need to unfollow that account. For me, for example, I don't follow tons of lifestyle bloggers because a lot of them seem to have everything so put together that as I look around my house and there's Cheerios everywhere and my kids are crazy, I feel less. And so I personally don't follow tons of bloggers. Um, Ones I do love, I do, but obviously not everyone. So I want you to go through and I want you to declutter your social media. Even if that means that you're going to unfollow me, that's okay. I would rather you unfollow me and have a higher self-esteem and self-worth than to have you follow me because that is best for what is right for you. So go through and I want you to declutter anyone who makes you feel discouraged, where you feel any envy or self-loathe or low self-esteem or that you're just not good enough and they seem to have it all together and just pull that out of your life and cut it out and say goodbye. And so that any time that you get on your social media now, when you scroll, every single person just makes you feel awesome and like you are going to be better and inspiring. The next thing you can think about is even just in general media, like what shows you're watching, what magazines you're reading, anything. Pay attention to how it makes you feel. Is it actually inspiring or is it discouraging you? Now, what about your social circle and your family? And I know this is a tricky one. And really, I'm going to give an example of talking about weight, but it works with talking about finances, talking about looks, talking about kids, talking about school, talking about really any subject that can make you feel less or your self-esteem be trodden down a little bit. What about in your social circle? Do you have a friend or a family member who's always talking about their weight, who's always talking about someone else's weight? Who's always talking about your weight? Who's always pointing out things that are making you feel less when it comes to health and fitness? I know that that can be really hard because sometimes this can be your mother or your sister. But if someone is always pointing out something that is making you feel like less of a person or that your self-worth is less, then you need to adjust that relationship. And you can do it in two ways. You can adjust it by changing the subject 
maybe you love this person and in general you feel really great with this person, but this exact conversation wears on you. So I want you to focus on changing the subject, anything, have something else in mind about something that happened with your kids or something funny that happened. Just change the subject. Now, if they keep bringing up the subject and keep bringing it up, you may just need to eventually say, this is not a subject I love. Let's talk about something else. And if that person is a close friend to you or family member, they're going to be like, oh, okay, cool. And you can move on and not talk about that anymore because if it's wearing on your self-esteem, it's not a conversation that you should be having. If that person still continues to bring up a subject that you've asked not to talk about or that makes you feel like you are less or that your self-confidence is worn down or discouraged, it might just be time for you to distance yourself from that person because it might be a toxic relationship. It doesn't mean that they still can't be in your family and you can do family outings or that it might be a friend, but it doesn't mean it has to be your best friend or that it needs to be someone that you are around 24-7 because having someone wear on your self-esteem 24-7 is going to be brutal and not help you out. So you may just need to keep them a little bit more arm's length, just answer their texts less frequently when they ask you to do stuff, maybe you're just busy a few more times and surround yourself close with people who lift you up and make you feel like you have a lot of self-confidence and you're special and you're unique and make your self-worth higher. I know that that can be tricky, but I want you to even evaluate your friends and your family in your life and how they are influencing you and then either you know, work on changing subjects and keeping them in spots where that you feel comfortable talking about or you may need to distance yourself. My second tip, and this is going to sound like a funny tip. I know it is, but I just need you to bear with me and follow where I'm going. My second tip is that I want you to wear clothes that fit you now. (laughs) I know that sounds weird, but it makes sense. I want to know how many of you guys have that pair of jeans or that dress hanging in the back of your closet that you know that you have made it in your fitness and health journey as soon as that dress or pair of jeans fits you. I know you have it. Don't pretend you don't because I know you have it. But honestly, what that dress or pair of jeans is, is it's holding you hostage. It is telling you every single day that you are not good enough. Even if you're exercising regularly and trying to eat healthy, that pair of jeans or dress is saying, yeah, even though you're trying, you're still not doing good enough because you can't fit in me. It is literally like a dagger hanging over your head telling you that you're not good enough. So I want you to be brave and I want you to free yourself from this clothing item and throw it out. The best thing is I bet you that dress or pair of jeans isn't even that much in style anymore. So just get rid of it. You do not need that negativity in your life. Get that item out of your closet so it can stop telling you that what you're working on is not good enough. The second part to this wearing clothes that fit you is wearing clothes now that are your size now. I think it's really hard for many people to go into a size that they haven't been before if it means they have to go up a size. They don't want to do that. So we continue to wear these clothes that actually don't fit us now. And what happens when we wear clothes that is too small for us, we actually feel worse and we actually look worse because those clothes are hugging our hips so tight that it's making that skin fold over even more than it would if we just sized up and wore a pair of pants that fit us better. So many times people refuse to size up because they connect that with being a failure. And I don't I think we've got to stop connecting a letter in a pair of pants or a shirt or a number to like our success and our health and fitness because they don't always correlate. So I want you to stop wearing clothes that actually aren't your size now. Let me tell you a story. 
after I had Easton, it had been a couple months. I had been working out really regularly. I'm a personal trainer. I know how to eat. I know how to exercise. I know how to do this. And I was feeling really good. I knew that I was making progress. I knew I was going in the right direction. And I was going on an outing with some girlfriends. And I thought, oh, I'm just going to throw on a pair of my pre-pregnancy jeans. I go to put on the jeans and literally it was like stopped at my thighs. It would not even pull over like my mid thigh. I was shocked. I thought I had made so much more progress than that. And instantly I was like, oh, I am such a failure. I'm not doing a good job. I can't fit in these pants yet. I thought I was making progress. Clearly I'm not. Instantly I let the pants dictate my progress. And that made no sense because I truly had made tons of progress and those pants were not the be all end all, yet I was allowing them to be the be all end all. So I want you to stop focusing on a letter or a number in a shirt or in a pair of pants and don't let that tell you that you're doing a good job or not, but wear clothes that feel comfortable and good. And honestly, if you are going to size up in a pair of jeans or going to size up in a shirt and it bugs you, just don't even worry about it. Cut that tag out. You do not even need that negativity in your life. If it bugs you, cut it out. You never have to look at it again. And in that situation where I went shopping with my friends and I couldn't pull those jeans up, guess what I did? I didn't loathe after I realized what was happening when I realized, oh my gosh, I'm putting all of my progress in this pair of jeans. I went to the store and I bought a pair of pants that was a size up and I felt awesome in those pants because they weren't squeezing my sides and I felt great. And yeah, it was a size up and if it really bugged me, I would have cut out the tag. But I felt so much better in what actually fit me than trying to squeeze into something that I actually felt bad in and actually made my self-esteem worse. I promise you that if you just get the size that you feel good in, you will feel better in general. Don't even worry about what the size says. I literally own things that are extra small and extra large. I own things that are twos and I own things that are twelves for jeans. It doesn't even matter. Sizes are silly. Buy what fits you and wear what fits you now, okay? That is super important. I want you to stop squeezing into something that makes you feel bad. My last little tip is for you to find the fireflies in your life. I actually grew up in Maryland and we had fireflies. They're also called lightning bugs. And in the summertime, they would light up the sky. If you looked in the fields, they'd light for a few seconds and then they'd go down. I live in Arizona, so we don't have them here. And it's so sad to me because I love these fireflies. But when we'd be going and coming and going and we had games or we were at events or whatever was going on when there was city lights and cars and buildings and street lights, you wouldn't notice the fireflies. And then if you just paused for one second, you'd see one firefly light up. And then if you looked closer, you'd see another one behind that and another one behind that. And then if you looked into the pack of trees in the distance, you'd see 40 fireflies lighting up this pack of trees. But the thing is, you didn't notice the fireflies unless you were looking for them because of all the lights of the cars and the buildings and the city. So I want you to ask yourself, what are the fireflies in my life that I am overlooking that is going to help raise my self-esteem? Am I focusing so much on, you know, things can happen in your life where you get busy or your job's busy or maybe you're in the middle of a really hard trial or you feel discouraged over a relationship or money or whatever's happening or you're not making progress with your fitness goals. I want you to find your own personal fireflies, the things that are lighting up and that you're just not noticing and you have to look for them to see them. 
I want you to find your tiny firefly attributes. And I'm going to call this the firefly attribute roundup. Any characteristic, any ability, anything that is innately you that makes you different and is really cool about you that you're probably overlooking with everything that's going on. So maybe it can be as simple as I like my eyes. I like that I can lift this size weight when I used to not be able to. I like I can do a push up on my hands. I like that I have curly hair. I like that I am able to laugh at myself. I like that I am a good listener. Whatever it is, I want you to think of one or two things about yourself and then continue to add on. Every day, every morning when you get up, I want you to think of two things and then three things and then four things. And I want you to get all the way to anywhere from five to ten things and I want you to name those things every day. If you're feeling so down on yourself and your self-esteem is so low that you can't even think of two, I want you to ask someone who is close to you, your best friend, a close sibling, a family member, a spouse, a lover, whatever it is, and ask them, say, what is two things about me that you like about my abilities or my characteristics or anything? And let them help you remind you how awesome you are and that you've just simply forgot it. That's all it is, is you've just forgot. So I want you to remember your fireflies and remember that even just rounding up those simple You know, rounding up all your attributes and thinking about them will help offset negativity about yourself, which instantly helps boost your self-esteem. So that's really it for today. I'm going to go back through these really fast. You're going to evaluate what is influencing you. Cut out the clutter in your Instagram. Cut out the clutter in your friends that aren't treating you right or distancing yourself from family or friends that just aren't good for you and aren't good for your self-esteem. I want you to cut out that old dress or shirt or pair of jeans that's telling you you're not good enough because you can't fit in it yet. I want you to get a size clothes that fits you. And if it bugs you that it's a size up, cut the tag out. You don't need that kind of negativity. I'm serious about it. Cut it out. And then I want you to add up all of your amazing characteristics and abilities and find those little fireflies in your life. I think you guys are doing awesome. And just like most of my clients, I bet you are doing a lot better than you think you are, no matter what your goals are, whether you're thinking about finances or health or kids or being a good mom or being a good friend, you are always doing better than you think you are. You are more talented, more beautiful, more friendly, more athletic, whatever it is than you think you are. So don't forget about that and don't forget that You can boost your own self-esteem with just adding these few small things and being aware of what you can cut out of your life that is making your self-esteem feel lower than what I really think it could be and what you deserve to have it be. All right, that's it for this week. We'll chat next week.